Hello, everyone, and welcome to Prevent That, a podcast brought to you by the Prevention Resource Center, Region 3. The Prevention Resource Center serves as the Central Data Collection Repository and Substance Misuse Prevention Training Liaison for Texas Health and Human Services Commission, Region 3. PRC3 is housed at Recovery Resource Council in Dallas and serves the following 19 North Texas counties. Collin, Cook, Dallas, Denton, Ellis, Erath, Fannin, Grayson, Hood, Hunt, Johnson, Kaufman, Navarro, Palo Pinto, Parker, Rockwall, Somerville, Tarrant, and Wise. Hello, my name is June Dybel, and I am with the Prevention Resource Center, Region 3. Today's podcast is titled Prevention Outside the Box. I have here today two of Recovery Resource Council's prevention specialists, Molly De Los Santos and Sandra Kitchen, two people who embody that attitude of thinking outside the box. Here at the PRC, we work closely with the other programs housed at Recovery Resource Council, and Molly and Sandra are with our Youth Prevention Indicated Program. Recently, we learned about one of those outside-the-box events that they had conducted at one of the schools they serve, and we wanted our listeners to hear more about it. So welcome to the podcast, Molly and Sandra. And and first off, tell us a bit of background on what you do and, and what students you serve in our community. Hello. Uh, thanks for having us. June. Uh, Right now, we kind of are only in the Dallas area, but we do serve in Arlington and in other places like Lancaster, but we serve non-traditional schools and traditional schools as well. And And what grades? What grades are those? What ages? We can uh, go from fifth grade to 12th grade but uh, currently we are doing seventh to eighth grade and also sixth grade, right, Molly? Yes, I do mostly sixth grade and eighth grade right now. Okay. Ooh, those middle school years. Those are really, those can be challenging at times. Yes, Uh, there's a wide spectrum from sixth grade and eighth grade. (laughs) So why is this work so important? Why why is it that that there's a need for, the, the YP program to go into schools? So I uh, personally believe that um, our society has this ideal um, that children, you know, know better. They know the consequences. They know how to make good choices, but they just don't have the skills. You know, one, everybody is raised differently. Um, two, just even the frontal lobe where the decision-making skills um, are processed, is not even developed um, until 24, 25. And so our curriculum is called Positive Action. And we believe that um, if you make um, positive choices, then it will do positive actions, which will lead to positive feelings about oneself. And, and you know, I had a, um, a- the teenager one time, he, he, uh, he said, yeah, he said, how do we know what the right, the right things are to do unless somebody teaches us, you know, how do we know those things? 
And so that's kind of what you're saying is that, that we think that they should just come along knowing what's right and wrong. Right. right. Yeah. And it's also differs um, who is the one saying that it is right. Cause that's also uh, different for all of us. Right. Uh, sometimes it comes to an opinion. Sometimes we have, to, we talk about respect sometimes and respect is seen differently in our cultures, you know, and we have to be respectful in a certain way when it comes to a Hispanic culture or an Asian culture. So, so it it's, comes down to social or cultural norms sometimes. And so that's, that's where I say all of our, our work as preventionists is that we help educate on um, alternatives, other ways to, to think about things. Again, how would they know unless we, unless we were there to, to educate? Um, so tell us about the event last week, because I, I heard about it, and I really wanted you all to come on and to talk about what it was and what happened, because I heard it was a great success. Yes, it was a great success. We had um, a celebration of Dia del Niño, a Mexican holiday, Day of the Child. We celebrated it on the 27th of April, but it is a holiday that is separated on the 30th of April. We had a full day of great events, great sessions, great speakers, and great company with at Barbara Mann's Alternative School. Oh, so this was the alternative school. So these kids are there. They're, they're not in their regular school. This is an alternative school? Yes. Yes. So students come uh, and are sentenced uh, a consequence. So for a certain amount of days, either 15 to 40 days, depending on the action that they, they did at their homeschool. So a lot of these students don't really know each other and they're trying to just wanting to go back home, right? To their homeschool. And um, we decided to celebrate them. Uh, we did it with sixth grade, with the whole sixth grade class. And we had our East and West team there all day helping to celebrate um, the day of the child, which is basically celebrating the well-being of the child as a whole. And during these times, during the pandemic, children sometimes aren't you know, allowed to be going outside with their friends because of COVID or going, uh, hanging out with cousins even because we got to wear masks. So we wanted to give them a little celebration as well. I love that thought because, you know, really, you know, you would think that, okay, well, they're in an alternative school. This, this should be a punishment. And, and yes, there are consequences. That's why they're there. But I think it's so so wonderful that you all are are seeing them as individuals and seeing them as as cherished children. Um, you know, yes, the consequences have to occur, but isn't it great that you can celebrate them in that event? So, what kinds of things did y'all do during the event? Uh, we first started off with, and this was Molly's ideal. She is really great um, at planning things. Um, they were able to uh, paint on a canvas. Um, and we also had a presentation on bullying um, and they were really receptive to that. Um, they were really involved. I love that they, uh, um, oh, they're part, 
I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied, but uh, their participation was uh, very wonderful, especially the kind of kids that they're supposed to be. They don't um, live up to to those types of stereotype. Um, stereotype. Yeah, they they have really good hearts. They're really kind. So it was it was awesome to see that. Um, we played. I don't know how to say it because it's a Spanish. We um, played uh, loteria, which is kind of like a bingo. <laughs> and we had prizes for them as well, making sure that they we put them in their goodie bags so that because this is an alternative school, we wanted to make sure that everyone was still safe. So we put the goodie, the bags and the goodie bag in a separate room so they could take at the end of the day. Oh, you know what? And I messed up because the first thing that they really did was decorate their bags with their names so that they'd be able to identify. <laughs> but it sounds like they really responded to what y'all were doing. Yes, and uh, after lunch, uh, we had more help from our team and they came out to do another session about vaping um, and tobacco with also uh, games in between from the speaker. And we had then a carnival outside where we had carnival games that were related to um, healthy choices. And after that, uh, to end off the day, we were outside um, playing games about team bonding and uh, learning each other's names, or we did races with them as well, like speed races. I, I love hearing about this because I, I can see where they would come away from this having a positive um, feeling about the event, a positive feeling about you as adults, as leaders. Um, you know, I'm really excited to hear about this program. One so student told um, Molly, um, I didn't think that I would have this good of a day. And so he really, really enjoyed um, yes. being able to celebrate Day of the Child. Yeah. That's wonderful. What other feedback did you get from the students or from maybe the teachers or staff? We gave them at the end of the day um, certificates as well and uh, a little picture, a Polaroid picture that they could take home to remember the memory. And today, uh, some, of, some of them came up and said, oh, my mom really liked the photo. And they really, they were telling us on the day and the day of uh, the day of and today, they were telling us that it was really great, that they had a lot of fun. And, and they, they even ahead. enjoyed the little prizes, which were like the bracelets, you know, the drug free bracelets, uh, pop sockets for the phone. But, you know, um, it was the drug free pop socket. Um, they loved the pencils. Um, they even they were excited about the uh, fidgets that they received. So um, they were also um, things that we just, incentives that we pass out, you know, during a normal day, but uh, you would have thought we gave them um, candy and gum and money. Um, that's what kind of excitement they had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and the teachers uh, from the start, they have, uh, they were very cooperative with us and they thought it was an excellent day as well. 
Um, other teachers were even asking us, hey, when can y'all do that with us? Or when can you do it with our grade or high school? Um, because that alternative school has from elementary to high school. So they were asking about that. Uh, the principals gave great feedback to my lead um, and my lead as well thinks that it was a great idea. Uh, all around, everyone who participated um, thought it was uh, a good idea and they wanted to bring some of those into their own schools, into their own uh, campuses. So what do you hope that, now they won't stay at this school, their, their time there is limited. What are you hoping that they will take back to their home campus? What do you think, what, what do you want them to remember about you, your program and this particular event? Um, mainly um, how to make, you know, positive choices the best choice for themselves. You know, again, everybody is um, different, but we want to keep them out of the alternative um, schools. So um, just really focusing on um, them being, you know, resilient. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, again. Yeah, um, um, the, the positive alternative activities that we did, we also wanted, we told them that, hey, you know, this canvas painting, you could do this at home with your family. Um, you could do this with your friends, invite your friends over and have a paint night instead of uh, doing other things that are not productive. Or, or destructive. Or destructive, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. So why, it, so this is just one week and one school but I know you, you all have been doing this for quite a while, uh, working in the schools, working with youth. Uh, what is it that, that you love about this? Um, you know, what do you wanna leave us with about why you do what you do? So I love that it allows me the flexibility to be a positive influence and build rapport um, with different students. Um, I, uh, prior to this job, I worked um, with um, children in the shelters um, and that was for seven years. I'm also working with them again um, through this job, but I realize that they deal with, I guess I would just say adult problems, um, things that many of us didn't have to think about until we were adults. Where are we gonna sleep? You know, What are we gonna eat? Um, how am I gonna be treated today? Um, you know, can I even brush my hair? Um, and am I getting enough rest because they don't have, you know, places to sleep? Um, so I saw those things. And um, I also, prior to that, I was in early childhood education um, and I dealt with different behaviors and I wasn't as understanding. But now that I know, I would love to teach that, you know, to the other students, to adults, you know, hey, let's be kind, let's be positive. We don't know what um, other people are going through. And if we're going through something, um, you know what, let's just, you know, we can push through it. We can have a positive mindset. We can overcome this, you know, we can get help. Oh, that's great. Yes. Um, what I love about my job is how it's a program that enriches the student. 
and we come and bring hope into the student's life. Uh, we don't necessarily teach a subject, a core subject. It's more of life skills, like how to balance your physical needs, intellectual needs, and your social emotional needs. Sometimes um, we're not taught that at home, or sometimes we listen to it, but we or we hear it, but we're not listening from our parents, right? And so maybe we could be that adult in their life that, hey, you know, this other adult is telling me to do the same thing my parents are telling me. Maybe I should listen to them. Right. And we all love to have fun, right? Everybody likes to have fun. So this is our opportunity to teach these things in a fun way. Yes. Um, and that's why I think the day of the child was just an amazing day and, you know, a success because look, we're learning something and we're having fun. Yes. We love to have fun. <laughs> Well, Molly and Sandra, I, we are titling this podcast episode uh, Prevention Outside the Box. And it sounds like the two of you all, the two of you have really thought outside the box of how to um, get your prevention message out there and also to enrich these kids' lives. And we are so appreciative of you being here today with us. And um, good luck on the, your next events. I can't wait to hear more about it at that time. Thank you for yes. having this. Thank you. And I hope you all uh, have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you. And that's Prevent That for this month. Because our prevention messaging doesn't stop when the podcast ends, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us at PRC Region 3, and there you'll find more helpful information for your friends and family. See you next month.